Hey, welcome to the Default Alive podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Chris. And this is our audio documentary of our journeys building profitable internet businesses. And so if this is your first time listening, you can learn more about us and get up to speed by starting at episode number one. But if you're a regular, welcome back. Chris, how's it going? Good. How are you doing, man? Yeah, doing well. Had a nice, uh, pretty slow weekend. And uh, it's crazy coming into October. You know, this is like the time of year where I'm like, all right, how are we going to finish? You know, it's <laughs> light at the end of the tunnel. Things are going to start slowing down soon. This is the time of the year. Um, so I'm feeling it right now. It's like, what are, you know, what's left for the year? I know. Yeah. Well, where I'm at now, it actually feels like the year is ending with yeah. the, the fall weather is here. Right. Winter's coming soon. Uh, when I was in San Diego, man, it, w- it was sometimes hard to tell the difference between each month. Mm-hmm. Totally. I know it was like last week we were like, Oh, it's finally getting cold. Like we can feel the weather changing. And then it just like turned out of nowhere. And my wife was like, Oh yeah, it's going to be in the eighties all week. I was like, dude, no, what? <laughs> and now it's finally, it feels like it's starting to get a little bit cooler, but yeah, it's totally like, there's almost no difference until you hit like December. I feel like. Like, yeah, like Thanksgiving every year is like, it could be hot or it could be not cold, kind of lukewarm, but it's in the middle of, you know, at the end of November. Yeah. And then December is like sixties. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> not even like really cold. Yeah. Only gets cold at night maybe. But, um, yeah, man, where, where, where should we start out? Yeah, I uh, I don't have a ton of updates. I was actually on vacation all last week. Uh, That's a worthy update. It's a good, good yeah, thing, good accomplishment. It was actually it was a it was a, an amazing vacation. So we went to Michigan, uh, saw my family. This would have been two weekends ago, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome. A lot of my extended family met both my wife and kids for the first time oh no way uh, wow yeah th- thanks to covid and mm-hmm. you know not not being able to fly back while while she was pregnant with both of them so right yeah it's been it's been a while since i've seen all them and, and that was great and then we went up to um well you've probably never heard of it but mackinac island uh it's this uh it's an island in between the upper and lower peninsula of michigan and it's claim oh. to fame is there are no cars allowed on the island. So what? it's all like horse, horse and carriage. Yeah. It's crazy. That is awesome. Uh, even like we saw some houses that, uh, were having some construction done and like all the materials being pulled in like horse and buggy. <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a cool oh place to visit. Yeah. It's called Mackinac Island. Yeah. It's, is it uh, spelled M-A-C-K-I-N-A-C? Correct. Okay. Wow. That's the most yeah. non-phonetic that's, name I've ever seen. That's a, that's a Michigan pronunciation for you. <laughs> Mackinac. <laughs> that's so cool. You guys, So you guys stay there for a couple of days? Or you just like... Yeah. Visited? So then... Yeah. So we visited my family over the weekend. Then during the week we stayed there. Uh, just my wife and, and our two kids. And it was like, I was very unplugged for the first time in a long time. That's Uh, awesome. Yeah. I I think in total over the past 10 days, I worked less than three, three, four hours, just a couple support things that Noah escalated up to me and that I, I took care of. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it was awesome. I feel extremely rejuvenated. (laughs) That's really great. Yeah. This place looks really beautiful. I, I didn't really expect it. I don't know what I expected, but, um, oh, I see it. So it's like right at the tip of the glove. Um, mm-hmm. oh, I guess Michigan goes further up there. I don't know my Midwestern States whatsoever, Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. It's a fun spot. Used to go a lot as a kid. And, uh, so then to bring your own kids there is, mm-hmm. it's like a unique experience. Yeah. Man, that's rad. Yeah. Total of, you said a week off, 10 days off? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was counting the weekends, but yeah, we, we left um, Friday, whatever Friday that was, and then stayed through the next week. Cool. Yeah, I love that. 
especially getting to yeah. unplug. My wife and I are just talking about how uh, we're going to Europe towards the end of the month. And we're like, I don't know when the last time we traveled. I think it was like an actual like flight trip was it was like over a year ago by now, maybe even more. Um, you know, cause we've gone on to like, Oh, I've done a couple like little snowboarding trips or we'll like drive somewhere. But I think it might've been, yeah, I, I actually can't remember right now. I'm pretty sure it's been longer than a year. We've been feeling it like, man, we really need to get out and unplug and go somewhere, or go travel adventure. You kind of forget like how much you enjoy it. And, um, yeah, it's just been a long time. Yeah, I think it was the same for us. Like, even though, like you said, we've done a few weekend trips and whatnot, this was our first, like, go somewhere, stay for a while, uh, and actually feel like you, you get into the vacation mode, which is yeah. cool. Yeah, right. Finally, yeah, you let your kind of physiology follow your psychology. Or you actually feel relaxed and you're kind of in that state of flow, relaxation. <laughs> yeah. Shoulders aren't as tense yeah, and you lean back a little <laughs> bit further. Your eyes zip around a little bit slower. Yeah. I, even like, yeah, just like the mental, I don't know, the, the background mental weight that's always there. Mm-hmm. It like started to dissipate throughout the week, which was, yeah. which was really nice. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Really glad. Yeah. The, the last two weeks for me have been, relatively slower um kind of the usual like i'm kind of at the the final stretch for the state of SaaS marketing report and the SaaS marketing summit which are both coming along nicely and i'm actually closing the uh the state of SaaS marketing kind of form survey today uh had some like stragglers who i was waiting for who said they were going to fill it out and so Finally closing that, going to be starting on the analysis and it's kind of going to be like a little bit of a race up until the summit just to like get everything kind of done. I have my friend creating the page. So I need to like go through the analysis and he's going to create the like graphics for um, kind of the, the breakdowns of each one of the questions and how people responded and uh, sending out questions, kind of prepping for each of the round tables for the 12th. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun, but it's also... A little bit overwhelming, like doing it kind of all by myself, uh, hosting a whole kind of virtual summit. I did it in this way because I knew it was manageable as one person, but now I need to actually go and do it. So I'm going to like, you know, pre-schedule a lot of stuff. (laughs) Just need to make sure like everything's, you know, I'm on my game because if anything goes wrong, it's going to kind of like put everything on hold, you know, it's like I have to go figure it out. I can't just like shift it to someone else. Um, And maybe that's something I think about the next time next year just to have a little bit of like redundancy or kind of backup. Um, it should be fine as they're, you know, fancy webinars essentially, but I just need to make sure that all my bases are covered and, uh, what's come on nice. I think I have over a hundred responses for the report, which, oh, wow. you know, my kind of stretch goal was like 200. So I think I ended at like 110 or 115 or something like that. It's over a hundred, which I'm happy about. Um, and then the SaaS Marketing Summit, I think I'm over 350 registrations, which my kind of stretch goal was like 500. And I might even still get there by next week by the time the summit rolls around. But um, happy with those as well. And kind of the progress. It's just kind of go time now <laughs> for the next nine days. Yeah. Yeah, you're right in the thick of it then. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it being done. And But <laughs> I also like did it this way so that we'll wrap that up and then I'll have like a week and then we leave. And so I feel good about the kind of time of everything. And, uh, you know, I did this on purpose, so can't be, can't be complaining too much. Yeah, no, that's perfect. It's funny how whenever you do something like this or agree to something and there's a brief moment where you're like, why did I choose to do yeah. this to myself? <laughs> uh, it's always such a that. fun idea. Like, Oh, I should do this. We could do that. And it'll be so cool. And then it comes around and you're like, ah, oh. it doesn't, you know, it loses that kind of excitement, but then you're always super glad once it's done, you're like, let's do it again. Yeah. And you forget all the pain and sorrow that you just went through. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But that'll be wrapping up here pretty soon. 
the only other like the the kind of like bigger thing I have to report on is um, it's uh, related to Sparkloop's new tool Upscribe, which basically allows you to kind of put a little snippet in to where when someone subscribes to your newsletter, instead of automatically sending them to like a thank you page, it pops up a little modal that says, hey, you might also like these newsletters. And then there are other newsletters who have Upscribe installed, who then you can like cross promote. And it's been working really, really well, like exceptionally well. Uh, so well mm. that it just passed 10,000 10, subscribers, uh, finally. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, so the newsletter's been growing really well. I think it's kind of like doubled or tripled the growth rate overall. And um, so I'm excited to have that running, you know, here on out, but also hit that nice milestone. I think right at the, like the last day, like September 30th of last month. Um, but <laughs> I didn't do my due diligence in like testing everything that it would affect. And so I just did like a quick check. I was like, all right, any other like form submissions on the page? I'm just going to make sure that like my like membership checkout works. And so I like clicked on it and it pops up for like, you know, name, email, password. And then like the next step would be uh, like payment, but it, nothing popped up then. And, and so I thought, okay, as long as this one pops up, it should be, it should be fine. And then all month I'm looking at my member stack and I'm like, man, I haven't had a new member in a long time. Like what's going on here? It must just be kind of slow or maybe cause I'm like really pumping the summit or the report. Like it's not as like kind of sales focused. And I just did the $500 MRR challenge again last month. So maybe that's just kind of why it's slow. And then one of my sponsors was like, Hey, we have someone trying to redeem a coupon for the giveaway. Cause I have like, a certain number of uh, free years that they can give out to their audience. I was like, oh, that's so weird. Can you show me what's going on? And it turns out that Upscribe was blocking the next screen of the checkout, which is the payment. So like you, you sign up, but then once you sign up, then it triggers Upscribe and it completely covers the like payment details. Oh, okay. So people can't actually become a member. And I was like, oh, that's why I've had no new members the whole month. <laughs> Oh no. And I didn't figure that out until like three days before the end of the month. So it was, it was running for like five weeks like that. And I just, I didn't know. I didn't have anyone in my own inbox. that was like, Hey, I can't check out, which is like yeah. kind of bizarre. I kind of would expect someone to do that. I don't blame them for not, but, um, I also don't know how many people did it that couldn't become a member for the, for whatever reason. And that, you know, the page gets a decent amount of traffic. Like, several hundred visits per month usually. And, um, so needless to say it was, it's the slowest month revenue wise, um, since a long time, <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> which is a big bummer. Um, yeah. so kind of bittersweet, you know, I was like, ah, well, you know, now I, so anyways, I had to like do this whole thing where I removed the snippet from like the global kind of footer. And then I just placed it on the pages where there's an actual newsletter subscription and that way it doesn't like block any other form submissions like uh, like a checkout flow, basically. And should be working now. The person was able to, uh, you know, redeem the coupon and become a member. So I know it works and I tested myself as well. But hit 10,000 subscribers, but didn't get any new members for the month of September. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when... when you started out and you said it like two to three extra subscriber growth rate. And I was thinking, well, there's like the testimonial for them right there. Totally. Just leave but. out the part about breaking <laughs> checkout, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just truncate it. Just leave out the second half. The first half is good enough. So I told yeah. him, let him know. I was like, look, it's not really your fault. I should have tested this. And, uh, but I just didn't know. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you see anyone else that like has this, issue or that might, you know, you might want to like reach out to them or whatever, but, uh, yeah, I should have caught it sooner that, um, it's fine if it happens for like a week or something, but it went on for like five weeks and I just, yeah, just, I was like, that's weird. I don't have any, you know, I guess it's this, I guess it's that. Nope. It's just something you broke. <laughs> I know it's, it's, I mean, I see it every day. It's a challenge of combining all these different tools, uh, especially with like JavaScript snippets together. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. We, we we get people writing in all the time saying why, you know, Jetboost broke or Jetboost isn't working. And mm -hmm. then it turns out, you know, it, 
they've got three, four, five different scripts, and not all of them are playing nice together. So right, right. It's not even JetBoost. Yeah. It's all the other things that are blocking JetBoost, or all the other nuances of how everything plays together. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. So are you able to see? Are you able to see like who signed up during that period that was trying no. to? No. It doesn't actually like save their information unless they oh, no. complete the checkout. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. If there was like a, a bin and cart kind of functionality mm-hmm. where it's like, Hey, you signed up. Especially that's a good feature request for them. Um, maybe it exists in member stack 2.0, which I still have yet to get access to, but I'll check with them <laughs> before <laughs> I make a feature request. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's yeah. That's some good news and some bad news. It is what it is. It's another yeah. uh, bittersweet, you know, get the new customers, the customers turn, you grow your newsletter, you block people from checking out and becoming a <laughs> member. It's uh, par for the course. Yep. The, the real life ups and downs. Yeah. That's what it is. What else is new with you? Uh, yeah, so despite the fact that I was on vacation and pretty unplugged, uh, we shipped our th- or published our third blog post. Nice. We now actually have, I don't think I've talked about it yet, but we actually do have a, a blog on our website now. Wow. I got to check it out. Is it just slash blog? Yeah, it's slash blog. Uh, we actually haven't added it to the main navigation yet. Uh, although we're slated to do that this week, we just nice. want to get to like three posts first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I'm checking it out now. Yeah. The, uh, the the content machine is in motion. <laughs> <laughs> the machine is on. Yeah. That's sweet. Uh, what what kind of like pace are you are you set to be on? Is that like a one per week, uh, every other week, just kind of as it comes? Yeah, it's it's about one every other week. Um, it's actually one of the that's going to be the pace we're on for a little while and kind of see how it goes. And with the goal of increasing that pace, Mm. uh, assuming it goes well. Nice. Yeah. Probably feels good to finally get that emotion and doing marketing, (laughs) more active (laughs) marketing, you know, not so much like product marketing or, you know, feature led marketing, but actual, uh, marketing for the sake of marketing. Yeah, it does. It, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's awesome. Again, I've had this experience many times now, but like seeing stuff happen that doesn't, that like I didn't have to do myself. Uh, you know, all I did was maybe review the post for 20, 30 minutes, a uh, couple small changes and otherwise it was good to go. And it seems like with each one, there's been less and less, uh, revisions that I've needed to do, mm. which mm-hmm. is, you know, the, uh, the trajectory that you want. So yeah, it's, I'm excited. Yeah. That's really cool. I, I saw that with, uh, with savvy call a lot. We've actually kind of just wrapped up a lot of the new content that we were creating that we kind of scoped out initially with something like 50 or 60 posts. It might even be a little bit more now, maybe like 70. So we kept adding a few here and there, but early on, like for each one of the writers, like having like a sort of like a guidelines, um, editorial guidelines and then like here's the process we want you to take us through and then like being really diligent in the beginning about like catching all the things that maybe they missed or that they didn't do so well or just giving that feedback and then after like a couple of months at least even if not like a couple of weeks it was like all right you know they've kind of like made the fine fine tunings and now we're getting like consistently really good output from what we expect but if you don't do that early on then you're kind of always having to you know, go back and, Oh, we want it this way or we want it that way. Or, or you're making compromises on quality or it's just not what you wanted, but you're still, you know, checking the box and sending it through to be approved. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had to learn that. Um, like you said, sending the brand brand guidelines and editorial notes, like it, there's a major difference now from the first, the first piece the first draft of the first piece versus the first draft of the third piece. Yeah. Uh, right. Which is cool. That's and awesome. I'm like the, 
I'm kind of like the second layer up even, because uh, the marketer that I'm working with, you know, he's he's mm. the editor, he's the yeah. manager of the writers. Uh, and so it's really like, it's pretty polished by the time it gets to me, which is mm-hmm. like so cool to see. Yeah. What What is the, um, what's the kind of like content production workflow look like? Like, are you, uh, I forget, you might've told me already, so forgive me if you did, but like, starting with more like content ideation and keyword research or like you already have like a list of things where you're like this is something that customers have asked about and then kind of like prioritizing which ones to start with uh and then handing off someone else or like are they kind of pitching you ideas or how does that work yeah so the (laughs) the kind of sad fact is uh back in march i hired someone to do content strategy Oh yeah. And she did an awesome job. She did a ton of keyword research, came to, you know, put together this report of, uh, just all this data and then a whole list of, I have to look up the exact number, but maybe 30 ish blog posts, Mm -hmm. uh, ideas, outlines, it's got title, it's got subheadings, it's got what needs to be written about. Uh, I took that and unsuccessfully tried to run with it (laughs) uh you know it was like i didn't know where to find writers i didn't know i didn't want to be the the main editor the main writing manager uh so that kind of fell apart uh now that i'm working with someone to do that it's we're just working off of that list Mm -hmm. Uh, so we still have ways to go there and a lot of that like you said it's it's keyword research based um, mostly, let me think top low, uh, mostly lower funnel. So, uh, talking about things that, that JetBoost does, um, in regards to, or in relation with, with Webflow and, and the CMS. Right. Uh, and I think we'll probably, that'll be our strategy is like start lower and then work, mm-hmm. uh, work our way up. That's how I do it. Yeah. Like I see Webflow in the titles, every single one of the blog posts, which I think is great because, you know, yeah. that the, you know, that's exactly the type of person you're trying to attract. And it's not like, you know, web design, best practices, one-on-one, <laughs> you know, you're like, <laughs> right, right. The titles are literally the easiest way to add infinite scroll to a Webflow website. Uh, load more for Webflow, what it is and how to add it. How to do pagination in Webflow, the easy way. Like those are very, very bottom of funnel kind of product related topics. Yeah, exactly. It's cool now, even just having the blog, like I've, I I wrote out a rough draft of just like an idea I have about kind of where the web flow space is moving, especially for Mm -hmm. like agencies, freelancers. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm still kind of working through some of the ideas there, but I'm like, it's cool. Like I can just write this and you know, we can add it to the blog and and publish it and share it around just because there's a space to do that now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. As a medium to publish. That's cool. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. So that's, that's been good. I will say, uh, <laughs> we, we added a table of contents to the blog post. I was just looking at that. And that was, uh, much more, much more work than we expected it to be that we did that the week before I, I went on vacation. <laughs> really? Is yeah, that a, so. a potential new booster it, prototyped? It, it is definitely uh, something that we are considering now because it was such a pain. I would. Yeah. I think everyone wants to do it. We we just added table of contents to the Savvy Call blog in like a really hacky way with some sort of uh, like a gem or I don't know what mm. you call it, like kind of pre-built piece of code essentially mm-hmm. that's like kind of scanning through and creating a table of contents, but it's not very uh, like... You can't just like create it from scratch or like fine tune it by handpicking things. Anyways, not that it has to be, but it was like, we're making some compromises here for sure. <laughs> just for the sake of like having it done. But uh, it's, it's like a great SEO best practice. A lot of people want to do it. And, and strangely enough, not something that comes out of the box with most CMSs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And our, our process was similar. Like we basically just scan the page for the the heading tags yeah um but it is 
it's one of those things that seems like pretty basic and should just exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should just be like a setting that you toggle on, but it is a little bit, uh, there's some nuance there to, to get it right. Yeah. The pages are very well designed though. Um, and feels like you're yep, doing a lot of things Noah. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. it looks great. Yeah. Thanks man. Super exciting. Love that. It's, it's very weird to have more, uh, website updates in the last two weeks than product updates. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the, the balance is tipping. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're now a, a marketing founder, not a product founder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of being a, a marketing founder, one other update I have uh swipe well related is it's been really frustrating on the SEO front. Um, we're getting like a couple of new pages indexed per week. If we're lucky um, from all the like programmatic pages that we created from the marketing examples library that we published back in August and I'm trying to be patient because a lot of the stuff really does take time. And like, there is kind of this, uh, what do they call it? Like a sandbox kind of period that Google puts you in where they're sort of still filling you out and testing you in SERPs. And, you know, our domain is very sort of young and green. We don't have a lot of links to it. And for the, for the most part, like what everyone says to like get indexed faster and to rank higher faster is more links. You guessed it. So, trying to like plow into that and I've been going through Harrow and uh, help a B2B writer and Turkle and any other opportunity I can find like to do a link swap somewhere across even swipe files related assets. Um, people, you know, want to do co-marketing stuff or collapse. I'm like, sweet, you know, can you do this if I do that? So that's, you know, trying to do as much as I can to kind of grind away at that, but it's still very like slow burn and it's annoying because it's like, I know that there's a lot of great content here and I can see how much potential traffic there is that shouldn't be too hard to rank for, but still we're just like not moving very fast. Um, Mm -hmm. And that feels like the big kind of bottleneck right now for just where we're at and getting more signups, getting more customers, uh, you know, seeing growth actually month over month. So it's not kind of these fits and spurts and um, waiting for something you know, where it's a lot more predictable, but, uh, man, it's annoying. <laughs> like, I guess we just have to keep doing more of the same things that we're doing and just like pray to the Google gods that <laughs> we have some sort of favor because yeah, it's just, it's annoying. It's, it's a waiting game. Yeah. Especially How since did... like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just, cause you, you, you also launched copywriting prompts. Yeah. And that like shot up the rankings, didn't it? Yeah. It's doing really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess like what's the difference or how did that one do so well when these ones are taking longer? Yeah. Uh, I think because it's one page and it's like an exact match, quote unquote, um, domain title to the actual keyword. Um, Cause even if you look at like some of the other related keywords, like practice copywriting or copywriting prompts generator or things like that, that are these other variants. We're not ranking number one for, I think we're not even ranking. I think we're ranking on the first page for a couple of them, but it's not ranking as well. So it's always easier to rank like one page or one site for one keyword. It's kind of a, a neat hack, which is why we went that direction in the first place. Um, but, uh, yeah, it has a little bit more time and it's, Copyright prompts was not like a difficult keyword to rank for some of these like Facebook ad examples, for example, like super competitive. Uh, We're like a really, really good match of exactly what people are searching for. So in theory, we should be able to like beat out the other results that are like 13 Facebook ad examples. And it's just like a blog post <laughs> piece right. of trash. Um, but yeah, they're definitely going to take more work and more, more signals across the board. Um, yeah. The, the other thing, you know, when we started doing SEO and content for savvy Cal, we already had like a domain rating of like 72 or something ridiculous because there are all these people oh, wow. embedding savvy Cal into their site to book links or to book meetings through the links. And, um, 
So there's a lot more kind of reputation that we were bringing to the table. Whereas a swipe wheel, I think we've shot up from like a 10 to an 18 to a 24 in the last like two months, but we're still not even close to being like a super authoritative site that can quickly rank for keywords. It's like the lower your domain rating, the longer it's going to take for you to rank for keywords if you want to. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And just like time and market too. Like again, like where you guys are at with JetBoost, just because you've been in the game for, you know, three years now, two years now, three however years. long it's been. Yeah. Three years. Uh, that helps, right? You just have time on your side to like organically build links and build up that reputation. It, the time alone itself is one of the other factors, right? So where there's nothing we can do to like <laughs> add more time. We literally just have to wait for more time to, to pass. Yeah. But at least you're, you're starting at uh, year one instead of year three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's that too, right? It's like, there's trade-offs we're, we're going to wait longer, but then we're going to get started earlier. Yeah. Um, no matter which way you, you split it, it's, it probably equals out to be the same after the same amount of time. But, um, yeah, we're not right now. We're a domain rating of 26 and savvy Cal is a domain rating of 74 now and JetBoost. Let's see what JetBoost is. Do you know off the top of your head? I do not. It's a 52, which is still great. Okay. Um, anything 50 and above is considered like, like reputable for sure. So yeah, it's, hmm. uh, it's frustrating. The other thing I think we might do fairly soon is have like a, a VA go through all the marketing examples that are listed on each of those pages and give them like a proper title because some of them have a, a proper title. Some of them have something that's just like Facebook ad uh, or like a kind of filler because when I was saving it and I'm like bulk uploading, I can't, I don't even know what I'm saving. I had to like give it a name. You know, I'm going to like a vintage ad that doesn't have a name. It's like <laughs> the file name is, you know, yeah. F nine WZ zero six. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> all right, I just have to like take the time to go through it, but there's 6,000, maybe like 3000 of those need a proper name. And that's not, not something I'm going to do and spend a hundred hours on. Yeah. Uh, but that would help cause it'd be more text on the page and it'd be easier for Google to index and a more kind of positive signal to send, but, uh, not for me, not yet. And we're trying to see if there's other things we can do to kind of bypass that. But I think it might just come down to we'll have to do whatever it takes, even if it means a VA spending a hundred hours on something very menial. <laughs> yeah. Can people, I don't even know if this is a use case, but like embed their own collections onto their own websites. Right. So that's, that's on the roadmap. Swipe all okay. slash roadmap. You can check it out. It's public. Oh. Um, I, I don't know if I talked about that actually, did I before? I don't think so. Okay. Well, we have a public roadmap now. If I haven't wow, talked about yeah. it before. This is sweet. Yeah. We modeled it. We, uh, we swiped it off of lemon squeezies public roadmap. Um, and Connor did a great job. I think it just kind of helps us respond to customers to who are like, Hey, when's this coming? When's that coming? Cause there's some big things, you know, like mobile app right now is like one of the big ones in progress. Um, but, uh, yeah, being able to like embed a collection and, or have like a page to link to where someone can show a collection would a hundred percent help the link building efforts because it would be more like product led link building rather than, a lot of this manual stuff that I'm doing now. And it's kind of why SavvyCal was, you know, shoots up the rankings and it was able to do that. A lot of other tools, uh, like, uh, anything that's embedded organically as part of the product have that advantage. As soon as we do that, I think that'll help our kind of trajectory for SEO, make our life easier, but we're not only going to build it for that reason. And we kind of have like an order that we're going through strategically that kind of makes sense. I think for, uh, an order of operations for these features. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's so funny that you mentioned that about Savvy Cal because I had, I had no idea that was counted like people adding, you know, 
So, so what I ended up experiencing was when people added the JetBoost script to their website, like that counted in the domain. Oh rankings, yeah. And that's right. Yeah. That's like yeah. the only reason <laughs> that, the, <laughs> that the domain is ranked decently well. Dude, uh, you're, you're totally right. Yeah. I mean, I see Ahrefs is showing 241,000 backlinks. Yeah. Actually, no, 747,000 backlinks. But it's interesting because the referring domains, it says all time is 717. So that makes sense because the JetBoost script is getting kind of loaded and embedded on every single one of the pages. the pages, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, that, that 100% a, that helps. an awesome side effect. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I was, I was telling... Uh, Peter Suma of the, uh, from reform about this. Cause I was like, man, if you're allowing people to embed, just make sure that you're also dropping like a link directly back to reform, even if it isn't even visible. Cause that counts still it's, it's in the HTML. Google will scan that Google will see it and count it as a backlink. And it comes at no cost to the customer whatsoever. Um, and now, you know, Matt Wensing is doing that with embedding, uh, summit calculators, Make sure also, you know, because it, it really does help organically to build yeah. those build those links. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, yeah that's so what I was curious if, if you guys had that on the roadmap, but now I totally. can go see for myself. <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's probably slated for more like a like a January, probably. Um and you know, and then it's gonna be a little bit of a slow burn waiting for people to do that. But we can also, that's one of the other reasons why we're working on the affiliate program right now, because those affiliate links will also count as links, but also once we can ship the ability to share collections, that'll also be another thing that affiliates can like add to their kind of marketing strategy and like further embed ourselves into their, you know, website marketing assets, um, build more links from them as well. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so we'll just have to wait. <laughs> Are um, you seeing like regular signups? We're seeing regular signups uh, in general, but like customer upgrades have slowed down a little bit uh, since we kind of made a big hubbub about uh, the marketing samples library and kind of like the you know public signup, like public beta phase that we're in right now. Um, which is fine. It's to, to be expected because on one hand we could be more aggressive about like sign up here now, or, uh, not even offering like a freemium type of plan. Um, really what we have is more like a free trial cause you have to use up a certain amount of swipes in order to be prompted for the paywall. So it's not mm. like a free forever plan, you know, but it's also a good indicator of like the value that we're giving because we don't want people to upgrade and then never use it. And we know for sure that they're using it when they hit that paywall of 50 swipes. And so our kind of North star is like, you know, monthly or weekly active users. Like are people actually swiping regularly? And then there's a delay until when they hit that paywall, whatever kind of pace or frequency they're at. But we know that if we're doing our job right, that people will hit that paywall. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We've been a little bit slower though. Um, Prototon is in view, but not quite yet. And I think that'll also help us with our efforts and hopefully another kind of step change and the trajectory of everything. Yeah. The savvy cow slingshot. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally, man. If it would be, if it was successful as, as savvy cows, that would be amazing. Be crazy. Yeah. We got to earn it though. Was Savvy Kells in January? Mm-hmm. January 2021. You just got to do same day, <laughs> right. 2023. <laughs> Something about that day. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, we're, we're kind of looking now at like, at first we're thinking maybe mid-October. Now we're looking at mid-November. I wouldn't want to launch in December. So if it doesn't happen mid-November, it would probably be like a really early January launch. I would rather launch sooner than later and not put it off for another, you know, month or two after November, but, um, like definitely not a bad option either. 
Are you waiting for the mobile app or, or something else? Yep, the mobile app's the big one they were waiting for. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, you'll just get a million comments. Is there a mobile app? <laughs> <laughs> Even then, we'll get a million comments about, can I show this publicly? Can I add my team members? Can I X, Y, and Z? Can I swipe videos? Can I? It's like endless. Um, yeah. Got to pick our poison. Yeah. Well, that's part of the fun. Yeah. It is endless. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. It's really one of those like infinite games. If you're not happy with constantly feeling like there's more to build and people are asking for stuff, like you're in the wrong game because that's just always going to happen no matter what. Yeah. Actually, I've, I've got a, I've got one more fun update. Sure. I don't think this is confidential. Uh, if it is, sorry, Webflow. Ooh, juicy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I am actually going to be doing a developer fireside chat at the Webflow conference. Ooh, fun. That's cool. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it is perfect. It's going to be with, I think, one or two other people. So, like, just a panel for the fireside chat. But mm -hmm. It's going to be pretty short, um, but yeah, I was like super honored and, and thrilled that they asked me to do that. That's rad. That's going to be in person. Yeah. In, it's going to be in person. At WeflowConf in San Francisco. Yep. That's cool. Is, yeah. is it just you or are there other developers too? Yeah, there's going to be like two or three other uh, okay. developers. Yeah. Still, that's yeah. really rad. Really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. What it, Did they tell you anything about like the prep or the format or kind of what to expect with it. I'm assuming it's like one of the main sessions. They're probably just like one track, right? They don't have like multiple kind of things that they could be doing without it choose your session or another. I think there might be two in-person tracks. Uh, there's either one or two, but okay. yeah, it's been kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> the details have been uh, very up in the air. And I think this week, should be getting an outline as to what exactly to expect. Mm. Uh, but yeah, even, even just like them notifying me, I was like on a call with someone on the Webflow team about something else. And I don't know where he was like, yeah, so the developer fireside chat that you're going to be doing. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you broke the news. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is cool. But yeah, actually I, I really like, uh, you got a, good relationship with a couple of people over there and they're like, yeah, we just assume that you're in for whatever. So, um, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. You're like, just whether throw it's me like, in. yeah, stuff like that or, uh, some of the beta stuff that are testing out and mm. I'm like, okay, great. Let's do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that, yeah, I'm sure you're like an invaluable asset for them. Just being someone they can always rely on to give feedback, test something out, throw an idea by, um, cause you know, as you know, someone who's building a product, like you're hungry for customer feedback always. And it's, it's hard to find some group or even, you know, have some sort of consistency. Like, you know, you're going to get really high quality feedback from even one or two people about this new thing that you're doing or building or thinking about building. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah. It, it, I've noticed that the Webflow team is very good at getting feedback and listening to their customers. And uh, I've seen that now with the developer experience group that is a fairly new team there uh, mm. and is something that's clearly going to be a big focus for them over the next few years as far as turning Webflow into a platform for developers Mm -hmm. Um, and actually having, you know, native integrations and, and plugins and apps and whatnot. Uh, it's been surprising to me though, and, and maybe I shouldn't have been surprised, but at how much they seem to value the feedback from like the JetBoost standpoint. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's been really cool. It's like, I see that we are in a unique position to be able to provide them a lot of high quality feedback, uh, just based on, you know, number of customers and, uh, it's sort of where we sit in the ecosystem. And, 
don't know. That's that's been really fun over the last few months as that's gotten more and more involved. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's like kind of like it feels a little bit yeah like a new phase uh, that that we're entering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not just some hacker who happens <laughs> yeah. to be like piggybacking off of Webflow. You're like a true kind of not equal partners quite. You know, there's always. Um, uh, still like a symbiotic relationship though. It's like they help you, you help them. Yeah. Which, which is totally how it started. Like I was just some hacker. I didn't know anyone <laughs> at Webflow. I, I remember like DMing Vlad and being like, I hope this is cool that I'm doing this. Like, I think Webflow is awesome. I'm just, uh, you know, trying to add some value here. And, uh, I think he replied to me like three or four months later, uh, you know, cause probably gets thousands of DMs. Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I had no inside, uh, access or relationships built, uh, and just really was just hoping they wouldn't shut it down. Yeah. Right. Uh, which you may or may not know is a little bit in the Webflow news as well. Uh, there's a few apps that have been shut down recently due to violating terms of service. Wait, which ones? Uh, I think the most well-known one was stackit.app. Oh, uh, no, I did not know so that. Essentially what they were doing was providing an alternative hosting solution to Webflow hosting, Oh, which is like it. a clear no-no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, that didn't surprise me too much. Mm. Uh, but it seems like a was odd a little- choice of things to tackle. Uh on top of Webflow, there are some like I can see the legitimate use case for some reasons, as far as doing like additional caching and I mean mm. they claim to provide a better like better performance hosting, but Webflows is already so solid. Like it, I, f- I feel like some of the numbers were gamed a little bit. Um, there's potentially like, yeah, it, it mostly seemed like just a way to provide cheaper hosting than what Webflow was offering. And at the, uh, at the end of the day, that's what Webflow sells. They're not yeah in the business <laughs> of, uh, website designer. They're in the business of providing a website host for the designs that you make in their system, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a hundred percent competitive. I don't know. Yeah. And there's no way around yeah. that really. Yeah. And it, I don't know. I've always thought about it from the standpoint of like, it's, I mean, we, we've had so many feature requests and whatnot over the years. And like, there's some things to me that are so obviously competitive with Webflow. It's like, there's no way we're going to do that. It doesn't make any sense to me mm, to go mm-hmm. build something competitive. Uh, even now, like I'm seeing some new tools come out that could be somewhat competitive with them, it, you know, and, and they're like add on tools. It, it'll be interesting to see like what, uh, what happens there. Like wise. Yeah. 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 That comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What, what were the other ones that got shut down? Honestly, I hadn't, I don't even know the names of them. They were all similar, like hosting services. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I think fairly, fairly small players, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, that's hard. I, I mean, it's kind of brutal. I, I don't know. For that type of stuff, I feel like you kind of know what you're signing up for. But yeah, you know, I look at like a lot of the kind of creator tools these days. And it's kind of brutal, you know, it's like every email marketing tool is also becoming like a course selling tool. Every course selling tool is also becoming an email marketing tool. Every community tool is also becoming a course selling tool. Every website builder is also becoming uh, like an all-in-one marketing platform. <laughs> every all-in-one marketing platform is offering like these, you know, shoot off. Oh, now we do landing pages now we do x y and z your partners very quickly become your competitors and like there's this really awkward overlap you know or it's like i don't know it's tough yeah 
it's always been super strange to me. The, the Webflow integrations listing page has, I think, three featured apps. Two of them are Zapier and Shopify. Mm. Shopify, they already started competing with, with their e-commerce platform. Mm-hmm. And right. they're going to be competing, sort of <laughs> competing with Zapier. Not, not really directly, but taking some people off of Zapier yeah. who just use it for Webflow. Um, but yeah, the Shopify one really, I'm like, why do you guys still have this listed as a featured integration when <laughs> <laughs> they're like a direct competitor to your e-commerce offering? Yeah, that, that one's a tough one. That one's probably on its way out um, yeah. strategically, but they probably still have to like show it as a part of some sort of contract or, mm. you know, existing customer base that's still using it or um, solutions partners, you know, they want agencies to or agencies want to be able to still show that and sell that. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of stakeholders involved. Yeah. It's tricky. It's true. Yeah. It could be worse, right? It's like not competitive, more in the partner route. Um, that's good. I'm glad about that. Yeah. At least for now could always turn competitive. <laughs> never know yeah i mean i my yeah. heart goes out to jordan golf for car hook always i'm like i know Oof. competing you know competing with shopify and then shopify laying down the hammer and still yeah. finding a way to land the plane and find a solution bravo like my hat goes out to him i don't know how he managed to pull that off yeah that's that's impressive yeah and it, it, it's funny even you know like the stack it situation I think it was either a small team or, or maybe a solo. Um, and even though it, again, like I don't agree with the business decision and what they were selling, but you still feel bad for someone for putting yeah, that much effort into it. And, yeah. you know, thinking you're building this business and then just having it killed. And again, mm-hmm. I understand all the reasons, but, uh, it's a, it's a tough spot to be in. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Always. Yeah. When when is Waffle Comp again? Uh, early, early November, November eighth. Okay. Okay, actually, cool. book flights and accommodations this week. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that'll be for real. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we get to hear about that. I guess in one of the next couple of updates. I can't yeah. wait for that. That'll be really cool. Yeah, should be fun. Sweet. Well, I think that's it for me. Anything else on your end? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, we'll have as many uh, links to the mentions and things we talked about in the show notes. If you have a question for us, there is a link to our zip message. You can drop a text note, an audio note, even a video note. ZM us anytime with one of your questions for us. And uh, we'll see you in the next one.